Welcome to Talking Giants presented by Seeky. I'm your host, Bobby Skinner, here with my co-host, Justin Pennick. And we got ourselves a Rams preview. We're not going to spend a ton of time on the Rams now that the Giants are mathematically eliminated. And, you know, the season's nine days away from being over. Uh, going to do our segments at the end, obviously. But we're going to go through talk about some of the position coaches and kind of what we think of, of those rooms. Kind of quick rapid fire. Justin, how are you doing? Bobby Skinner, I'm good. Going back to MetLife Stadium two more times this year um actually my favorite holiday of the year is like new year's eve and not really new year's day but just like new year's in general because i feel like that's the one holiday that you get to like i'm choosing the people that i want to be around not just family that you're forced to be around so um the giants game is impeding on some new year's plans that i have but i actually want to talk to you that maybe we can record a little earlier on sunday i'm good let's talk about the rams let's talk about whatever we're going to talk about um if just if you're Justin's family and you're listening right now, that's like a real nice shot at them. Like I enjoy the other holidays because it's like it forces all the family to get together and spend some time together. I don't really have a big family. That's that's the difference. Where if like if I had a big family, then I'm oh I would love it. Let's get the family together. But I have like a very small family, and it's kind of like, can oh. we talk not talk about family when family is all that we got. Uh, Justin, speaking of <laughs> wow. family. It's not about the moment, it's about the memory or something. This episode uh, is brought to you by Nate Roberts and Jim Murray. They are now part of the family, and how could we not talk about them? It's been a long day. Justin, who are these people? Comment down below if that were names if those were names that Bobby Skinner made up. Patreon.com slash talk of giants, two dollars a month, plus some other tiers. Uh Bobby Skinner will send you some stickers in the mail. You get to hang out and watch the show. Hey, you get to count down three, two, one. We're gonna do that on Patreon this Sunday. Um happy new year. Um patreon.com slash talk of giants. You know the drill. Thanks to our patrons. Appreciate you. Uh Justin, you're really high on the Rams. Like you yeah. think they're Super Bowl contenders. I do. I do. Uh, I think over the last month or so, they've had, you know, uh, the one of the best offenses in the NFL, if not the best offense. I think if you just watch, it's tough to tell with broadcast stuff. Maybe the, if you watch the broadcast, but all 22 people are out there posting and Matt Stafford is making some like wowzo throws, just insane throws. Um, he's back to that season where he won the Super Bowl. Uh, and then also you have, you have Puka Nakua and Cooper Cup who are, you know, arguably they're definitely top 10 NFL wide receivers right now. Maybe even both of them are in, are in the top five. Um, so this Rams offense is really, really going right now. The offensive line isn't the same what it was a couple years ago, but it's getting better as the season's going on. They have a running game with Kyron Williams, and you can say, well, there's not a lot of names on that defensive side of the ball, 
But you're going to have Aaron Donald, and Aaron Donald is still Aaron Donald. He's really, really good. And what do you need in the postseason? You need a pass rush. And that guy alone can generate a pass rush enough to get the Rams through a playoff. So I honestly do think that they're – like if you're you know, outside of just the – oh, the Cowboys, the Eagles, or especially everybody talks about the 49ers, if you're looking for a team that – a realistic team that can come out of the NFC – I think it's the Rams. Like, I think we could see a Rams 49ers playoff matchup, whether that's in wild card or whether that's in divisional round or conference championship. I think that's going to happen. Well, no one's given the 49ers in the NFC a better run than, than the Rams, really. Um, you know, at least for the playoff contenders that I can think of off the top of my head. And like you said, it's like, yeah, on defense, do they have a ton of talent? No, but they do have Aaron Donald, which does make a huge difference. Um, you know, he's going to go like maybe the best defensive player of like the last 20 years. How good, yeah. how good he actually is. Or, you know, since LT, you know, without, I think since without, Reggie White, that's, I think that's what we're going to remember it in like NFL history. Like best defensive player, best defense alignment since like Reggie White. Yeah. He's, he's nuts. Right. So that may always makes a difference, especially when, and, and the playoffs, you know, rushing forward becomes way more valuable. Um, and then offensively, like they, might have the best quarterback in the NFC for the playoffs. Oh yeah, um, you know you got a great wide receiver duo, and then the run game. So they they got some ability, and and I I feel like because last year they suck, we forgot like Sean McVay. You can still argue Sean McVay is the best head coach in the NFL. Like that was, you know, like you know you can you can argue Kyle Shanahan, whoever else, but like you can make just as good as argument for Sean McVay as you can anybody else in the NFL. Yeah, and I, at I one think point, this... at one point, they took a, a bad Rams team with Jared Goff and yeah. a lot of bad players, and oh my gosh, this team is you know number one in scoring. Like we forget how it started and before they kind of went star hunting uh, in trades and free agency. Yeah, and I think this stuff does matter in the postseason too. If you've been there and you've done that, the fact that Matt Stafford has been there, done that, you know he he won he won awards. Cooper Cup, I believe, is the Super Bowl MVP. He's been there. He's done that. Aaron Donald has been there, done that, you know, won a Super Bowl and lost a Super Bowl. I kind of like the speech. Uh, who who gave the speech for the Giants? Somebody, like, lost the Super Bowl and was like, I hated it. Might have even been Peyton to Eli. But uh, anyway, I, I, I like the fact that you have somebody like, oh, I, I've been there on both ends. I, I've lost the Super Bowl and, I, and, I've, and I've won it. And I, and I don't want everybody to go through that feeling of losing it. So I, I'm kind of rooting for this Rams team at least to come out of the NFC. I, I have, like, a Rams-Ravens. Super Bowl dream in my head right now. That's like my dream Super Bowl matchup. Yeah, I still want to just see the. Four. I want I want Forty Niners Brown. So that clip I had in the middle of the season ends ah. up working out. But you know, you know how it goes. Uh, all right, so don't want to do too much again. I don't think too many people are really interested on you know the Rams defense that they run and some of the different coverages and how they get into their running game. So since it's towards the end of the season, I wanted to look at this before. You know, we already know the running back coach Jeff Nixon is gone. Everyone's hoping Bobby Johnson is gone. If Wink Martindale leaves, does you know do do people follow him? Like like who really brought Andre Patterson in? So I I put up been doing a lot of polls to end the season, Justin, and I did position coaches right. And obviously I don't put you know not everyone is really in tune with position coaches and even people like us who cover this team day to day. And beat reporters and stuff. It's you don't know for sure how good a position coach is, right? Sometimes players just stink, but I feel like there are little things you can look for on film to pick up on it. And like we all have strong opinions about Bobby Johnson, so I just I did a poll: Are you happy with the job this coach has done? And I don't. We don't need to spend a ton of time, but kind of go go rapid fire. Quarterback coach Shea Tierney, 
61% of people do think he's done a good job. I, I do too, Justin, right? Like we talk about Daniel Jones and how they added some stuff to his game with using his legs last year. Obviously, the beginning of this year went bad. But Tyrod Taylor has played really clean, good ball under them. And, you know, Tommy DeVito, uh, you know, what they were able to do with him and get him to be able to throw some touchdowns and create some explosives. Um, I, I think Shade Tierney has done a, a pretty solid job, Justin. Yeah, I I almost feel like part of what being a QB coach is too is you know, not just coaching, oh, we're going to make this offense so efficient we're gonna you know I'm gonna teach you to be so explosive but I also feel like a lot of quarterbacking is preventing and limiting mistakes and even though this Giants offense is bad bottom three for the majority of the year for the last two years quarterbacks really haven't made that many mistakes like mental errors and if you want to I'm not including like missing open receivers but talking about how many offense do you do you look at that are really bad that turn over the ball that fumble Quarterbacks over the last two years, Daniel Jones last year, even this year, and then, you know, Tyrod Taylor and Tommy DeVito this year, they've played almost pretty, like, mistake-free football. I mean, Tyrod Taylor has one interception this year was a Hail Mary. Tommy DeVito has two interceptions, and those were simply, like, he just didn't have the arm talent to attack that deep middle of the field. Uh, Now, the DeVito interceptions I'm not as impressed with because there's been, like, okay, but you're not running a real offense and then dj was number one in that last year in turnover rate uh and then and this year obviously things things fell apart but a lot you know half of daniel jones interceptions this year popped off of (laughs) popped off guys so i I think shay tyranny has done a solid job josh allen spoke so highly of him and his development from there next would be running back coach jeff nixon which actually got the highest approval rating really uh for the offensive coaches 63 percent. now he's going to syracuse as the offensive coordinator so I don't feel like, and I, I have no opinion of Jeff Nixon. Like the running game has obviously been really bad this year, but Saquon's been pretty mistake free. Um, besides the Eagles game, actually, like the Eagles game, Saquon ran better versus stack boxes because the Eagles run defense is bad and he just knew where to go versus light boxes. He just didn't, he didn't, it was the first game this year. I'm like, you're making some of the wrong reads here. We don't know how Eric Gray's developed as a blocker, you know, because we haven't really gotten to see him play, which is frustrating. But I, I really have no opinion of running back coach Jeff Nixon. No, I don't either. Excited to see who they, you know, who they'll who they'll bring in next. So it'll be the third one in three years. Wide receiver coach Mike. Yeah, well, technically four. four wait, yeah, third. Yep, no, fourth, fourth and four years because you considered Burton Burns with Joe Judge. Right, so right, right. Um. Wide receiver coach Mike Grow, 54%. I go back and forth on this because you've seen Slayton. Slayton used to make a lot of mental mistakes and not drops, right? Like taking the wrong ray on, like, you know, using the wrong release, you know, going, attacking the wrong area, being bad in his routes. Slayton's really improved on some of those stuff where Slayton doesn't make that. Juan Dale, who we didn't expect improvement from Juan Dale because of the ACL tear, he really improved in some of his route running yep. stuff. Um, but I also look at Jalen Hyatt. And I'm still like, man, I see a lot of, like, he still is horrible at releases, like horrible at, at those releases, right? And, you know, there's a play going around Tommy DeVito, and I'm like, I think DeVito didn't throw this ball because Jalen Hyatt took an an inside release on this, and it's like a must-outside release type play. But I, I overall, I have good feelings on on micro. Like, you look at Richie James last year, considered to him with the Chiefs this year, I I, I like micro for the most part. I don't, I don't have any... 
huge negative. I just wish we could. I wish we've seen a little more development in Jalen Hyatt's game this year. But it is a player's players got to do it too. I always figured that Jalen Hyatt was going to be more of an off season project, and that's going to be one of those things of, hey, since you're so raw and a lot of in a lot of certain areas, you're going to need the off season to really improve on that. Because you talk about this all the time. You know how much how much teaching is there being done? We at least talk about this on the offensive line. How much teaching is there being done about actually being a receiver, actually being a football player in season? You're always preparing for your opponent and you're preparing the game plan, right? You're preparing the plays that you're going to run that week. So um, I, I think Hyatt, Hyatt's been brought along faster than I thought simply because the role that we thought that he would play He's played it, and when he's actually gotten the targets and when the game plan has included him, it's been fun, and I think he's gotten open. So that's the biggest plus about High is that, you know, uh, it, what what we envisioned his role to be, it is. And I think the releases and the route running and being a little bit more crafty in that area, I think that's an offseason project. Wandale, 100%, especially coming off the ACL, not really having that time to work on maybe the craft of, you know, being a route runner and stuff like that, not being able to get a lot of reps because of the knee. Really impressive to see what he's doing. And Darius Slayton went from a guy that was going to get cut last year, Bobby. The Giants were done with him. And the fact that he's, you know, he had the 2022 that he had. Uh, I still think he's having a good 2023. I think he's continuing to get open. Um, you know, he caught that nice deep ball last week and he's getting yards after the catch. I think that's a guy that still should stay around for the Giants next year. And literally going from a guy that they didn't want around to the team's most productive wide receiver, I think that speaks volumes to coaching and development on that side. We put Jalen Hyatt's over under at 400 yards. I know this is not super on topic with what we're saying uh, this year, right? And he's at 343. Do you think he hits it, Justin? Say that again. Jalen Hyatt has 343 yards. When oh, we, we did our over-under episode, we put it at 400. We both went oh. under. Do you think he hits it? He needs 58 yards to hit the over. If we, if we put it at 350, I obviously would say over. But that's you know that's a lot for the final two games of the season. The Rams try and stop explosives, but you do have Tyrod in there who can maybe take advantage of some stuff versus Philly. You got to believe in something. Maybe the, the fi- come on the final week of the season against the Eagles, but that pass defense. You don't you don't think that all right? We're gonna have the last ditch effort to get Jalen High involved. This is the last last game of the season at home. Let's do it. You know what? I'm going over. It's tough. I I want to say my my brain says under, but my heart says over, and my heart's gonna win. I think this was the best year for like what we set the over unders at. Like we put Saquon at 75 rushing yards per game. He is at for this year. He's like top twelve, top thirteen in rushing, right? For the NFL, yeah, total. He's at seventy three point one rushing yards. Um, we said under. We're winning. You said under. I said over. So we'll see. And I think they're going to make a real effort to get him a thousand yards these next two games. DJ total touchdowns doesn't matter. He missed games, but he wasn't going to hit it. DJ passing yards per game. We put at two twenty five. This actually, no, I don't think this one hit. No, I don't think it hit either. But he did, so he played so little games, and I think there were some yards that happened in yards per game. No, I'm way off. What the fuck? I'm on crack. Um, no, not even close. He has 151. Nope. D- Darren Waller, 60 uh, reception yards per game. I'm, I'm having fun re- revisiting this. 
we he I know he's not at this, but I think he might be at like fifty four or something. We both said over, right? Yeah, he is at yards per game forty five, so pretty pretty far off of that. Um, what else do we have? Team t- uh, receiving touchdown leader. You had Isaiah Hodgins. It's currently Saquon Barkley. I had Darren Waller, and Danny had Isaiah Hodgins too. Um, so what do we say really for off. for Dex and Tibbs? So I was Dex, thinking about that the other day. Five and a half sacks. Right now, the under would hit. You had over. I had under. Well, he has Cave four on and a half. Seven and a half so sacks. Cave on seven and a half. We both had under. Oh, team defense. Uh, rushing yards per game. I'm. This is more fun than the position coach thing. <laughs> what did we have for two? Th- we so we had one hundred twenty-one. Rushing yards per game. Hold on. Toggle per game stats. They are at ooh, 134.2. So they're hitting that over. Team interception leader. Danny had Deontay Banks. So technically true right now. You had Dane Belton. Not true. And I had Xavier McKinney who has one. So Danny would... Because I, I think the leaders are tied with two. So Danny... Danny would be right on on that. All right. Um, team defense, nine and a half interceptions. We hit over. I put under, so you were right on that. All right. Let's get back into the episode. What the <laughs> hell? Bobby Johnson had a 2% uh, approval rating, Justin. Wow. Um, and I know everyone's reaction is like, oh, who's the 2%? Well, that's about as low as you can get for a poll. Um, we don't need to go crazy on this, but there has been no... The running game is bad. There's no there's no chemistry in it. There's been Ben Bredesen's taken a step back in his game after moving him all around. Mark Lewinsky took a step back. Justin Pugh honestly looks worse than when he first came, but I'm not going to put that on him. Justin Pugh's a pro. Evan Neal did not take the growth that we needed, and one of the biggest things that you teach is the two-handed punch. That's like one of his biggest issues still, right? Like the stance stuff got a little better. The footwork got a little better. That was his off-season workout. Yeah, the, the stance stuff, stuff that wasn't even Bobby Johnson. Yeah, the, the stuff that you really instill, which is like the two-handed punch, you've screwed up on that. Um, so bad there. Josh Azudu didn't grow at all. They begged him to be the starter at guard. Not there. Tyree Phillips, the, you know, went to Philly for a month and got, uh, like much better to where you guys cut him for freaking Matt Parrott, who you did not start. They didn't trust Matt Parrott to start a tackle over Josh Azudu, their backup guard. And you cut Tyree Phillips, a guy who started a lot of games in, in this league for that guy. Bobby Johnson, like that, that is, you know, that is a must fire for Brian Dable. Yes. No, no doubt. Like, I, you cannot get, you cannot, like, live with him as your offensive line coach anymore. He is not, at the very worst, he's clearly not an advantage. Uh, defensive line coach, Andre Patterson, 91%. Honestly, surprised this wasn't a little higher. I mean, the work that he did with Dex is beautiful you're seeing like even though jordan raleigh is like not great out there dj davidson's like you see them have good reps and those are guys who's like film and stuff in college was really bad right and they even said it andre patter said it himself he's like yeah basically admitted like his film sucks and we're talking about a 25 year old rookie and they're still like no we feel like we can get a little bit out of him and then you've seen him make good plays here or there when he's gotten his time like he won a nice rep versus uh jason kelsey Drew Wilkins at 80% oh, outside oh, linebacker. I, I, I thought you had some more stuff to say. No, I think even Drew, with uh, 
Sean Robinson is, uh, I know he's been a pro's pro, but seeing how Sean Robinson has stepped in after Leonard Williams and he's like made plays, which is, which is really nice. So I, I hope Andre Patterson sticks around. Outside linebacker coach Drew Wilkins, 80%. Um, I mean, their pass rush. I'm gonna I'm gonna say I don't like him. I don't care what Wink Martindale says about him. He's shown me nothing to like him as a like. Our edges are like all bottom of like pass rush winner aid and stuff yep. like that. And the one thing it's like, well, they have so much responsibilities in the run. None none of those guys are really dominating versus the run anyway. So um, even Jihad War, who's known as a run defender, is not some amazing run defender. Uh, John uh, Ogor. Agorgu eggs the linebacker coach 96% the highest approval rating on the defense which is kind of crazy but hey you look at Bobby Okereke how he's Bobby Okereke has grown as a player from where he came in Indy now I think that part of that is playing in a single high stack box system which just makes it a lot easier for linebackers but Mike McFadden's growth next to him um, which is which is the take we had that Mike McFadden would look a lot better this year next to Okereke you know the linebackers have processed and done a pretty damn good job and then yeah. Jerome Henderson has an 88% approval rating. Uh, my one knock on Jerome Henderson this year would be, man, you guys really tried to move a door to the slot and Trey Hawkins on the outside. Yeah. When we were like, man, we were in camp, like they're they're really doing this. And it's not just like a Dallas matchup. They're they're actually doing this. And they immediately good on them for pulling the plug on it quick, but it was kind of crazy the confidence that they had in that. Well, also it's it was more or less a Cordell flop thing too, which you know, yeah. this this is this is such a tough conversation. Where is it the player or is it the coaching? I mean, uh, because of Jerome Henderson's background and because of his pedigree of you know taking even guys like off the street the last couple of years, like Isaac Adam and uh, Fabian Moreau, who are starting elsewhere, I believe, but uh, at least Fabian Moreau is. Um taking those guys off the street and then they're like good starters for an entire year for the Giants Cordell Flott's lack of development is really really frustrating and it's it, it kind of stinks because you know that's a guy that shows really good flashes of stuff and the fact that you can't rely on him consistently to be a starter out there really does stink and it does change some of the plans that you know the the Giants have this offseason where it's like oh well it's not just an outside corner that you need to find it's you need to find a slot corner as as well Okay, uh, offensive assistant Christian Dable. He had, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, all right, that's it for for that, Justin. We're going to get into segments here in a second. But first, Justin, yeah. I want to talk to you about something. I want to talk sure. to you about a new sponsor. Are you on the hunt for a new guilt-free snack? Meet Kudo. Not Judo, Kudo. The official protein popcorn of the UFC. Not UCF and Julian Bright. UFC. These like they they use their popcorn here. Kudo Popcorn's revolutionary cooking method allows each bag of popcorn to have 10 grams of whey protein isolate in every bag while still tasting absolutely delicious. Yeah, whey protein and popcorn and deliciousness, man, that's crazy. Getting on the snacking revolution that MMA athletes Michael Chandler, Robbie Lawler, Bruce Buffer. You're a big Bruce Buffer guy, right? I am. And even Dana White himself endorsed for a limited time. Our listeners get 20% 5% off their entire order with code GIANTS at kudosnacks.com. Um, you know, popcorn's like a, one of those great snacks, Justin, but it's like you don't want to eat too much. With kudos, like they kind of help you out with them. It's like, oh, it's actually good for you. 
Kudo popcorn has multiple flavors to choose from. Uh, and I like, you know, like popcorn with a movie is perfect, right? And as we start to watch movies at home more and more in the theater, I like to get some popcorn. Kudo popcorn is where I like to go to. Kudo's garlic parmesan, white cheddar, and salty sweet kettle corn all taste incredible and make healthy snacking something you'll actually enjoy. So what's your favorite flavor, Justin? Give me give me the top three you think I would like, and then I'll tell you my favorite. I'll say you like white cheddar first, garlic parmesan second, sweet, salty sweet kettle corn third. Flip one and two. Okay. You know yeah, me. I'm I in my mind I like white cheddar, but I feel like in practice I'm like a sweet kettle corn guy. So if you're hitting the gym, going for a long hike, or even just looking to eat healthier, try one bite. Uh, try one bite, and Kudo popcorn will become your go-to healthy snack. You'll be amazed how Kudo popcorn has somehow made your favorite healthy snack even tastier and healthier. For a limited time, my listeners, my listeners, get an exclusive twenty-five percent off discount when they use the code Whoa. Giants at KudoSnacks.com. That's twenty-five percent off with code Giants at K U D O Snacks. Com. Save some money, support the official protein popcorn of the UFC, and get popped. You'll be glad you did. Get popped. Come on, pay attention in there. Let's go. We got a beautiful day. Work. Play fast. Play fast. Whoa. Ah. I right, we now welcome on Danny King for weather and trivia. You guys only get to see Danny King a couple more times before the season's over. And then yeah, you basically like around the draft. Or maybe not even then if you're out in California doing TMZ stuff again. Danny, what's the weather looking like? And I don't want like chance of this. What is the weather going to be like versus, uh, versus the Rams in MetLife Stadium on December 31st? No ifs, ands, just what is it? I got you. Also, don't worry. I will be there. As long as I'm invited for the draft, I'll be there. Uh, yeah, I'll we be missed in, you last I'll, year. I'll be in boring upstate New York this time around. Sucks. Uh, all right. I'll put in my fist well, no, down. Well, no, you'll be in New York City. Uh, that's true. But I'm putting my fist down. I'm going to say with my chest, it is going to be. No, it will be sunny. It will be sunny. Sun, no rain, not even a chance of rain. Rain, get out of here. It ain't even happening. Temperature? Uh, 46. So it's like yes. pretty decent weather for New Year's Eve. Oh, thank God. In New Jersey. It's going to be like eight mile per hour winds. I don't know how much the wind that much will affect That's anything. Fine. But it's going to be beautiful for Rams Giants at the MetLife Stadium. I'm, I'm going to the Pop Tarts Bowl after this. And at first, we thought it was going to rain. I'm like, oh, I'm not going to that. And then I had a moment. I was like, you know what? I'm going to go stand in the rain at the Pop Tarts Bowl. I'm going to the Pop Tarts Bowl. Their trophy is sick, by the way. Here's the thing is I have a special bond with the Cheez-Its Bowl, which it replaced. Now, they still have like the Citrus Bowl Cheez-It, you know, presented by Cheez-Its. But like the Cheez-Its was just near and dear to my heart. I got I went. Remember the the NFL used my picture from the Cheez-Its Bowl? Um, yes, that was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> that was so funny. And then uh, and it's just the David Blaine Cheez-Its video is just one of my favorites. So I just get to say Cheez-Its. Uh over and over again. So I, I truly miss the Cheez-Its Bowl. But Pop-Tarts Bowl, we'll, we'll have to do. I hope they get... I, I just hope they give us a Pop-Tart hat. Like, that is my goal. Is to come... Like, I don't really care about NC State or Kansas State. I want a Pop-Tarts hat. And I want somebody fired. I'm calling for somebody <laughs> to be fired after this game. Oh, nice. As you should. All right. Uh, what do we have for trivia this week? Danny, anything to do with Pop-Tarts? Unfortunately not, even though that would be good. So uh, this isn't like a reach of a question, but it's very much like a reach of a stat. 
So bear with me here. Last time the Rams came to MetLife, they smacked the Giants. Wasn't even close, quite frankly. That was tough. It's 51-17. Can you name the Giant that had the most tackles for losses in that game? It was 1.5. I know the answer. Leonard Williams. Leonard Williams had a, a couple sacks in that game too, I believe. No, twenty seven. Leonard Williams, I think, had two sacks. I think. Wait, 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 big, remember, the defense was actually like pretty good in the first quarter, and then uh, it just kind of fell stop. apart. Stop, Danny. Danny effed it up because Danny's talking about twenty seventeen. Oh, 2017. 2017. I they meant twenty seventeen. They played in twenty twenty. Oh, they did. Yeah, sorry, twenty seventeen. No, just twenty seventeen. Well, that was twenty twenty one. I was thinking twenty seventeen. They played in twenty twenty one. That's what I meant. No, that no. I said at home. I know they played LA. Oh, 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 I know oh, they oh, play oh, LA oh, on the road. I'm okay, saying, wait, so I'm we're sorry. Talk, what year are we talking about? 2017. 2017. Danny didn't mess oh. that up. Put that on the record, by no, the way. No, Danny uh, didn't. I, I apologize for put it on the record that Justin also apologizes for saying that. Danny also came on the record. Up. So last time the Rams came to MedLife was 2017. Ben McAdoo year. We got smacked. 51 17. Giants you, were bad. You love talking about that year. <laughs> Let the record uh, show that Tay Crowder is the answer for 2021. That is that was correct though, Justin. But so 2020 no, or t- 2020, yeah, yeah, because they were in LA that year. Oh shit, we're all messed up. T- tackle for loss leader 2017. <laughs> Think of that defense. BJ Goodson. <sighs> no, I'm, I'm going to say it's somebody random, like a corner. I'm going to I'm going to say Janoris Jenkins. It is not Janoris Shaggins, nor B.J. Goodson. It was Calvin Munson. New sure, Calvin Munson. That was Shane Mike. Smith's best friend Calvin on the team. Munson. <laughs> Sorry, excuse me. Uh, he was on the Giants 2017 and 2018. Then he went to the Patriots practice call for 2018-2019. Then the Dolphins for 2019-2021. Then Miami. Then the Patriots again in 2021. But then he got cut. Then went back to the Dolphins to 2021-2022. Patriots for 2022-2023. And now he's back on the Miami Dolphins. So he literally just passed between two teams since leaving the Giants, which is pretty funny. Um, I remember when I did the this Jack Mehoff has a PFF grade of a pass rush win rate grade of eighty eight point two earlier me? in the year because well everyone started using PFF stuff as their content and just posting PFF grades and stuff so I did a Jack Mehoff has a PFF pass rush win rate grade of it just made it like I use Calvin Munson's picture because like no one's gonna recognize Calvin Munson I was reading Reddit the other day and apparently that's all that I do. What? What? I just use I just PFF grades. I just read. I just read off of PFF. That's all. We don't use PFF grades at all. Literally. I'm the, I'm like the only a, one. That point it, of emphasis: We don't use PFF grades on this show. Yeah, I mean, I just use it just to. Why try are you reading Reddit? So that's 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 I know. silly. I well, I wanted to see if my uh, video. I needed oh, to figure okay. out. Okay, yeah. If you're going there for something specific, but if you're just reading Reddit, that's because I'm like silly. The silly video goof. got a million views on Facebook, so I'm like, did it get posted on Reddit? And then I found that oh, all just did it get does posted is, on Reddit. I don't know. I, I, I saw negative things about me, so I stopped reading Reddit. <laughs> Reddit is mostly like 95% positive on us, though, so I, I like it. I really hate Reddit. Um, Can't stand it. I read Reddit in the offseason. In season, it's just too busy. Uh, all right. What what the fuck are we talking about? Weather um, trivia, and now I, if I had a guess so I was correctly, lo- I was, it's fantasy. I was looking for the picture of... Um, <laughs> Jack me off. Yeah. No, remember we did the. I had like, remember like the face mask uh, shield I had. So it was from 2020, and I had like the cheese it hat for a preview pod. I'm trying to. Oh, I don't remember that. Find that. Don't remember that. So apparently it wasn't the Ravens preview. What was the week before the Ravens? Was it the maybe because it was had to be after the. Anyways, uh, 
fantasy. I guess I can look at that stuff. Be man, our our thumbnails used to be great. Our thumbnail for Giants Browns preview week fifteen was just a photo collage of Kevin uh, Kevin Zeitler, Jabril Peppers, and Freddie Kitchens and Browns. Thumbnails were here. so bad. Do you remember that thumbnail? Oh, is that <laughs> it doesn't it even say was... it doesn't have any words. It's literally just here. I'm gonna pull it up. It... See if people can see. It's just them and Brown stuff. And uh, <laughs> actually, a do you remember the funniest? <laughs> The funniest thumbnail that's on this channel. My keys to victory video where I'm sniffing a key. Oh, yeah. It was you against did, the LA Rams. Yeah, you're in, in, innocent Justin's like, oh, it's my keys. Let me let me put it near my nose. And <laughs> not realizing that's what people do to ingest <laughs> cocaine. <laughs> that's the only way we survived that season. And it was against the Rams. It's like that, could, that, that thumbnail could be uh, flagged. Can we, can we make that the thumbnail for this week? No. <laughs> you got to pull that up somewhere. That's All it. right, so fantasy this week. <clears throat> I'm so mad about last week, by the way. That's fantasy. Yeah, I'm, you kind of you kind of blew it, um, Danny. Nice. No, you know you had a good week last week, but you just you blew it the week before. Uh, I'm in first with 564.6 points. I'll be picking first. Danny's in second. He's 42.8 points back. So Danny could come back. It's not impossible, but it's not it's not likely. So I need 105.4 points in the final weeks to break the average, the, the scoring, uh, the weekly scoring average, which was Justin from 2020. Justin, who's in last by 98 and a half points, he needs uh, 61.7 points in the last two games uh, to avoid having the worst uh, average, which was myself Ugh. in 2020. So a lot on the, there is still some things on the line. So I'm picking first this week. I had, tr- I had trouble, man, because there's, there's legit three Rams you can pick here. And because I'm going, if I wasn't going for the scoring record, I would go Kyron Williams. But I'm going to go Puka Nakua. Like, has all the yards. If you get a touchdown, Deontay Banks could not play, which is like, even if Deontay Banks is playing, Nakua is a good pick. Um, I, I, I'm going to I'm gonna go Puka Nakua first. I'm, I'm, I'm swinging big. I got to because I don't have, you know, I, this is a week I wish I had the third pick, but I didn't think that through the start of the season. Danny, who do you who are you picking second? Uh, I'm going Kyrie Williams. He's projected 20 points, and uh, I, I just feel like this is a week Kyrie Williams will just continue to put up points. Uh, I would have taken Puka if he was still here, but obviously he's not here. Obviously, Cup's a fine option, but Kyrie Williams, I should just take the running back because I expect uh, no, I expect the Eagles going to be a blowout. And look at that. Oh, he's muted. Yep, you're muted, bud. <laughs> Sorry, I'm muted. I'm muted. I'm muted. I'm going to post something on Twitter. J- Danny, who did you pick? <laughs> Kyron Williams. Should we pause the podcast to watch uh, Thomas McGahee on Jamie Gilliam? Giants just put out that YouTube video. Uh, give me uh, oh, a... Say- no, not the whole... I thought it was a clip. No, no, just the whole... Yeah, the whole... The whole podcast because we need to, and then we'll reconvene when something when he says something funny. Uh, give me uh, Saquon Barkley and give me Cooper Cup. I'm jealous that you get this pick. Justin by just single handedly make come. This is this is the pick to have this week, right? Um, because you could see, like, again, they're going to try and get Saquon to a thousand yards this year. They're, that is abs- they're absolutely going to try and do that. Um, so those are those. I mean. I, I could have taken Cooper Cup first and been happy with it. Um, Saquon, not as much because the Giants. But again, the Giants offense is going to be a lot more operable with Tyrod Taylor. Like more people are going to be available. So 
Good picks there. Danny, your second pick. Um, yeah, wow, this sucks being the, the second pick this week. Um, so I'll go to Giants receiver and I'll try to like big brain my way into this. I'm looking at one guy's when Tyrod started. He gave me 14 points. Tyrod started that game. He did 10. I'm gonna take and you know, because of that big pass last week. Let's have fun with it. Let's do Darius Slayton. Wow, Darius Slayton. Okay. That is that's a good pick, right? Like that's because Hyatt Tyrod Taylor trusts Slayton more than he does Hyatt on some of those deep stuff. Um, and I can see him having a big day. And he had a big completion to Ty, uh, from Tyrod in the Bills game as well, if I remember correctly. Well, yeah, he had two on those slot fades. Yeah, so that's um, now I they're not going to get really those looks a lot. And I think, and I, but here's the thing: is the Rams trying to stop explosives now? Slayton can still do that. You're going to get not much from Hyatt. So I'm going to go Darren Waller with my second pick. Uh, I, I'm a, I like him over over Slayton. And because of the way the Rams play defense, I'm going to go one Dale Robinson with my third pick, right? And I don't know if he's going to get a touchdown, but a touchdown would be huge. But I'm going to I'm going to go one Dale third um, with my pick. So I have Nukua, Waller, and Robinson. Danny, your second pick. Um, I'm going to take I'm going to take Demarcus Robinson here. Sorry for chewing my string right there. Uh, he's had a pretty sneaky good past few weeks, and uh. With all the attention, Puka and Copper are going to generate. This could be a game for uh, Robinson to be a little sneaky and uh, maybe get another touchdown this week. So, choo-choo-choo to Marcus Robinson. Two back-to-back Robinsons. Justin, your last two picks. Tutu Atwell hasn't really done anything since October, so that's a waste of a pick, even though he has solid numbers. Um, Tyler Higby's available. So I will be taking Tyler Higby. Um, didn't take a giant first. Broke that rule. Um, so Tyler Higby, no one else is worth taking on the Rams. Slayton Robinson, Noel taking Hyatt. I've been taking Jalen Hyatt like every week, just waiting for something to happen. And I will continue to do it. Jalen Hyatt. Damn. Jalen Hyatt would have been a great last pick for me to get for going big. Um, all right, guys. That's a good pick. Even though it's not like the greatest, that's that's a good pick, keeping him away from me. But it's a big risk pick, and you that could be zero, and then you're looking at the worst scoring average of all time. This is true. Danny King, who is your last pick? Um, unless I'm missing someone obvious, I'm probably just gonna take Isaiah Hodgins, I guess. Damn it! Damn I wanted it. Isaiah Hodgins. <laughs> so. Let me actually look up something. So you took Isaiah Hodgins. I'm going to go. Tutu Atwell really is just big player, nothing. But Stafford can make those throws. He, like, doesn't play anymore, though. Yeah, I know. Cooper Cup was hurt, and then that's. Cooper Cup was hurt, and that's when Tutu Atwell did all of his damage. But who am I going to take a big swing in on with this last pick? There's. You know, none of the backup running backs are worth taking. All the starters are gone. Blowout game, then Eric Gray could get carries. Gunnar Oshleski. Gunnar Oshleski. Do you know what? I'm going to go to Sterling Shepard. Oh, we got a Sterling Shepard game coming? Because if if they do get blown out, Shepard might get some, you know. Hey, we're coming up on Sterling Shepard's last home game, possibly. 
Not Next possibly. So it should be. We'll see. Maybe this will be his goodbye. Remember that was like a thing with Eli after like, for like five years? Like, is this Eli's last home game? Yeah. I actually went to his last home game, unlike Danny King, scumbag. All right, to recap, myself and first, Puka Nakua, Darren Waller, Wandale Robinson, and Sterling Shepard. Danny, you have Kyron Williams, Darius Slayton, Demarcus Robin, and uh, Isaiah Hodgins. Justin Saquon Barkley, Cooper Cup, Tyler Higby, and Jalen Hyatt. All right, it's um. I have something to talk about. Have talk something about Justin it. has something to talk about. I have something to talk about. I'm confident in the office. You're confident in the office. Oh, you know I'm confident at the dinner table and even on the dance floor. But can you keep it going when you get back to the bedroom? Hello, with hymns. You can get access to medications to ensure your erectile dysfunction gets treated. Danny King has the has an issue with it. He knows Hims works. So you can keep the confidence going all day and all night. Hims is changing men's health care by providing access to affordable and discreet sexual health treatments, all from the comfort of your couch. So you can sit on the couch and you can get a boner. Process is simple. It's 100% online, which means no uncomfortable doctor visits. Hims has hundreds of thousands of trusted subscribers, including Danny King. So if ED is getting you down, it's time to change that. Start your free online visit today at hims.com slash giants. That's H-I-M-S dot com slash giants for your personalized ED treatment options. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription needed. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Danny King, you'll be glad you did. Thank you, Hems. Thank you. Breaking news. Oh. Rutgers goes up 7-0 in the pinstripe bowl. Damn Whoa. right. Damn right. Um, while I, we do giant factors, you guys can go look at the Talking Giants Twitter. I did find the picture from that podcast. Um, oh, there he is. Uh, my giant factor this week. Last week, I picked a guy who ended up going on IR. This week, I'm going with somebody who has a revenge game. And many people may not know that this player has a revenge game. In fact, this guy never did anything successful for this team. But he did do some things successful for the Giants. And I'm going... Mason Crosby, kicker. Mason Crosby, get your revenge on the Rams. They picked you up for one game, cut your ass. Fuck them. That's disrespectful. You're you're a legend, Mason Crosby, and they disrespected you. Mason Crosby, go get your revenge. Take your cleat and put it through their throats. Mason Crosby be a giant factor. Oh my god, Bobby going kickers like back to back weeks. So that means I almost won Jamie Gillian. They're playing. They're playing him with two injuries on his kicking leg. So that means Mason Crosby will not play this week. Get a new kicker. That's what that's because Cade York. Danny, who is your giant factor? I'm gonna go Tyree Phillips because, like, quite sure. frankly, <laughs> I mean, there's no guarantee Evan Deals are a right tackle next year. Maybe you're the right tackle, Tyree Phillips. Uh, there was a revenge game for you last week. Uh, good on you, and it, it just. You haven't been terrible. I mean, I, I haven't yelled at you as much as I have Evan Deal. Maybe that's just because I'm not looking hard enough. But Tyree Phillips, maybe you're the future right tackle. So you go out there, keep playing well, make some blocks, make uh, allow Tyron Taylor time in the pocket. Tyree Phillips, be a sh- be a giant factor. That's what I predicted at the beginning of the year, week 17. Tyree Phillips, a giant factor. Justin, who is your giant factor for week 17? Week 17 used to be the end, and now it's the week before the end. Jalen Hyatt, go out there, get your first touchdown. Go out there, have a good game, and help make sure that I don't have the lowest fantasy season of all time. Jalen Hyatt, you're on my giant factor. Jalen Hyatt. I want Justin to take the lowest season ever. <laughs> so do that. Do do that, please. 
Uh, spread picks. Now, so last week, all this anticipation, right? Well, myself, Danny, and the listeners who are all within this race went four and four, right? So the listeners are still in first at so 65 and 58. I'm 62 and 61. Danny's 61 and 62. Justin did do six and two last year. He's just in a big hole. He's 57 and 66. Back to back weeks, six and two. Yeah, so doing well. Hey, put the, put together two more back-to-back weeks of that, Justin, and you will be... One game under not, 500. Yeah, well, you'll be one game under 500. So maybe Let's go 7-1 and one, one of these weeks. Or 7-1 both these weeks and be above 500. Actually, no. If you go 7-1 and one, one week and 6-2 and two the next week, you'll be above 500. Facts, Jack. Danny, who are spread picks brought to us by? Guys, I mean, it's sad. Because when you think about it... The football season is coming for an end. But guess what? There's more to do because it's time for the Parade of Pasadena. Tradition meets college football action in one epic bowl game. It would drop King Sportsbook. You can make every play count. New customers can score 150 instantly in bonus bets for betting just $5 on college football. This is the only time in college football that I'm really watching. It's going to be a great bowl game out there in Pasadena and the uh, what's it, the Sugar Bowl in New Orleans. Washington, Texas, banger. But right now, I need you to download the app and use promo code WORLD. New customers can score 150 instantly in bonus bet for better just 5 bucks on college football. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with promo code WORLD. That's W-O-R-L-D. The crowd is yours. Gambler probably call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text hope ny the four six seven three six nine in Connecticut help is available for problem gambler call eight 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 seven eight nine seven 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 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, twenty one plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus best expire one hundred sixty eight hours after issuance. cdkng.com slash football for eligibility the positive restriction terms and responsible gambling resources. Guys, you'll be glad you did. Rutgers just lit up the Miami kicker turner. That's right. None of their players are playing. It's sad. All right, spread picks. We got Thursday Night Football. Joe Flacco revenge game. Jets at Browns minus 7.5. The first place listeners represented by Jamerson this week are going Jets plus 7.5. I struggle with this, man, because the Jets' defense is still really good, and they could stamp out what the Browns are doing. Here's the thing. is I, I don't think the Jets might not score a point, though, tonight. Versus, versus the Browns. And so that's why I'm going to go Browns minus seven and a half. But like, I hate to say this. If Zach Wilson's playing, I might actually pick the Jets. Like, that's how bad the Jets offense is going to be. Or how, like, I think the Browns defense offense can take a step back. But I'm, I'm going to go Browns minus seven and a half. Justin, what do you got? Yeah, I'll, I'll agree with you. Browns minus seven and a half. Danny. Uh, Browns minus seven and a half. Ooh, so this is a big game, Thursday Night Football. So we can start Sunday, meet two games back, and Danny above 500. Or not. Lions at Cowboys minus six. Cowboys coming off of two straight losses. Lions coming off their first NFC North title ever. Who you got in this one, Justin? Lions will cover, right? I hope. See, the Lions have gotten blown out, right? And the Lions, and I'm like, the Lions fans should be proud. They are a pretty sizable gap away from Dallas talent-wise. And Dallas is home, and Dallas is 7-0 at home this year. Yeah, I'm going Cowboys minus six. The listeners agree with you, Justin. Who are you going, Danny? Oh, God, excuse me. Um, 
Uh, yeah, because the Cowboys are just win at home. I'm taking the Cowboys here. Like you said, Bobby, I still take the Lions. Are not on the Cowboys level yet, but since they'll probably avoid them in the playoffs, they'll be fine. Dolphins at Ravens minus three and a half. Both these teams coming off of big games. Danny, who do you got in this one? I got the Ravens winning this week. That Miami, obviously, big win against uh, the Cowboys, but Ravens are just, I think, a little bit better than Miami. And that I believe that was set up because if the Bills win, that was set up the AFC East for Week 18 between the Dolphins and the Bills. I, that's, I'm kind of rooting for that. Oh, uh, listeners why, are going Dolphins. Listeners going Dolphins. Justin, what about you? Ravens have seven wins by 14 plus points this season. All of those opponents are currently above 500. Give me the Ravens. Yeah. Because my like Tua's done good this year, but you've seen teams that have like really good defensive coordinators who can kind of catch on to some of the trends they do have like give them issues. I mean, Mike McDonald, no one does that better than him. Uh, and they got the linebacker. Like, linebacker play is huge against the Miami Dolphins. Well, the Ravens have great linebacker play with Roquan Smith and Patrick Queen. Uh, so I'm going to go Ravens minus three and a half, too. Raiders at Colts minus three and a half. If you remember, interim head coach Jeff Saturday's only win last year was versus the Raiders. This year, Antonio Pierce, who I really do, do hope stays at a head coach, even though every every time an interim head coach does halfway decent, we're like, they, they need to do this. Why didn't they give this guy a chance? And then the new head coach comes in and like, oh, he's, he's pretty good. Um, I'm going to go Raiders plus three and a half, I believe, and Antonio Pierce. Justin. I believe in the Colts. I want the Colts to win. I want all AFC South. Man, I actually kind of want. I hate the Jaguars. I want the Jaguars kind of out, and I want that Colts Texans game to really mean something the final week of the season. So give me the Colts. Actually, the Raiders are on a little bit of a fun. If they win out, they're they seven could have and a, eight. They could have a fun little like. They can even go after the division for all you know. Jeez. I don't think they can win the division, can they? They can. If, they're, so if the they're Chiefs lose out and the Raiders win out, I think they win the division. Let's go Raiders. Um, Danny, who do you got? I'm going to go Raiders. Uh, that speech last week that Tracy Wilson said Antonio Pierce gave was electric. I would have ran through a wall for that man. Uh, listeners agree. All right, we got Saints at Bucks minus two and a half. This might be the easiest one for me, which means they'll probably lose. I I hate the Saints. I really think they're a horrible team. I don't know how the hell they've gotten to even close to five hundred. Uh, I'm going Bucks minus two and a half. Justin, I'm going Bucks too. Uh, Baker's been playing really really good ball. Um, the defense has had a nice second half bounce back after having a rough middle stretch of the season. And if you want to talk about, you know, I talked about it the first half of the show about you know teams and coaches that have been there, done that. Todd Bowles is and his defense has been there, done that in the postseason. And that type of defense of blitzing and getting after the quarterback does work in the postseason. So, uh, Bucks are playing good ball at the right time. Give me them. Listeners agree. Danny, do you agree? Yeah, I do agree. The Bucks are just better. All right, Saints are going to win. Yep, but at least we'll all be wrong together. Steelers at Seahawks minus three and a half. Uh, Steelers have their game that gets everyone like, oh man, they could be back. Uh, that's not going to happen again. Seahawks minus three and a half. Justin. Steelers, look out. Danny. Uh, Hawks. Listeners agree with me and Danny. Bengals at Chiefs minus seven. This one's tough. 
at the end of the day, the Bengals defense has had some good success versus Patrick Mahomes. The Chiefs have their issues. I do think they win this game, but I, I think the Bengals keep it within seven. I'm going Bengals plus seven. Danny, how about you? I'm in agreement. I, I generally think the Bengals will win it outright, but that I feel like for this game, with how bad these two teams are right now, plus seven is a little too much to get for the Bengals. Listeners are going Chiefs. Justin, who are you going? I'm going Chiefs, too. Bengals' defense is really, really bad. I understand the Chiefs have a lot of offensive problems, but I think they're going to they they face that Bengals team, and the Bengals have done well against the Chiefs, too. That's my gut, Chiefs. Bengals have done like good against some good offenses, too, um, despite not being very good this year. It's true. Packers at Vikings minus one and a half. This one's tough because the Vikings are not playing Nick Mullins, which is crazy, but... Uh, Justin, what do you have in this? Packers. Danny. If the Vikings were still starting Nick Mullins, I probably wouldn't want with them because the Packers bench Shair Alexander. But I'm just going to have to take the Packers this week because I just don't think Hall's that good of a quarterback. Me either, but I think the Packers stink. Stink. They do. So Barry's got to be fired. And the Vikings have good coaching on offense and defense. They got, you know, Justin Jefferson. I'm going to go Vikings. The listener goes Packers. So I went different than the listeners who, again, are up by three games on one, two, three, four, five games, right? So that could be a big swing. Or we could just have the same record and be boring. Danny, you picked different than the listeners on one, two, three, four, five games as well, too. So there could be a big swing in the standings this week. Um, So I'm excited for that. All right. Los Angeles Rams at New York Giants, 1 o'clock. Sean McVay's uh, first time back in MetLife since his grandfather, John McVay, former Giants head coach, died. Danny King, what's your score prediction? Boy, that's kind of pitched to me all that. Uh, I, did, I was I was not meant to be a joke or anything. It was literally like, hey, that's a that's a, a moment of history. And then Danny looks up at me and smirks and makes me laugh. That was not trying to laugh at all. <laughs> oh, God. Uh Giants are gonna lose. Uh, I th- I think they could keep it close. Honestly, I didn't think they would keep it close against the Eagles, but here they were. Giants win. No Giants lose. Uh, twenty eight to fourteen, and uh, I'll see you guys next year. Bam. No, you'll see me on Sunday. Oh, that is true. Damn it. Um, and technically, Danny. I go by the Jew calendar, so oh, my bad. I won't. I won't. I'll see you this year. <laughs> my bad. Happy New Year. Um. Danny thinks dead grandparents are funny. Um, Giants lose 26 to 17. You know why I hate country music uh, now is like (laughs) just the pandering and the I wish uh, grandpa's never died. Like that's the most like pandering bullshit country song of all time. What? You don't like this song? You you want your grandparents to die? I I, I have nothing to write a song about. I wish that. But no one ever died, and Grandpa, like, such a pandering bullshit. Uh, you know what's not pandering bullshit? Benton Whitley. My man's got a revenge game. Yeah, I saved that fact for now. You think Benton Whitley's not getting revenge? Giants 77, Rams 0. We will see you on January 1st for a victory podcast. How about that? We appreciate you guys. We'll see you then. Until then, let's go big. Hello.